Welcome to Away with the Fairies podcast, a deep dive into the other world, underworld, and inner world. Fact or fiction, you decide, and may whatever resonates guide you into a deeper understanding of your own sacred truth. Hello and welcome to episode four of Away with the Fairies. I am actually leading a spiritual pilgrimage at the moment and thought I wouldn't be recording, but this is the reason that I'm doing this podcast is to share what I am experiencing, what we're experiencing, the energy and the messages So today I have been called to talk about the goddess and priestesship. So this spiritual pilgrimage that I'm leading right now has been over Samhain, which in um, Western world we call Halloween. And Samhain is known as a time of uh, very thin veils between our world and the spirit world. When ancestors pass through the veil, when spirits pass through the veil between the worlds, and we can come into communion. And in ancient times, this was a period of celebration because we knew the unity that happens between this world and the other world, and how we are guides, messengers, beacons of love and hope for each other. Because when ancestors go across the veil, they can no longer heal and transform energy the way that we can in this world, in this alchemical pressurized chamber of the earth matrix. We have the power to clear curses, to end ancestral trauma, to make new choices, to shift paradigms. And so we heal them and they help heal us. And It has been so interesting to journey with this incredible group of women over this time. There have been such transformative experiences I'm going to share a little bit about and clarities that have dawned and stories that have been told. And it's so beautiful and truly life-altering. So We began um, at Tara, which is a political center of Ireland from ancient times. And there's a holy well there. And we, we went to the well. And I always feel when a higher vibrational being arrives, such as an archetype of the goddess, when I begin to use my instruments or sing. You can tell when you get to the site if they're present. I always find, um, especially Bridget here, um, an archetype of the goddess. She was also known as a saint here for a few thousand years, very famous. Um, she was actually anointed as a bishop and a very incredible woman who helped a lot of people and, and is, you know, a very holy symbol here for very good reason. She has an incredible energy and is very present in this land, being tended and honored and worshiped. Uh, to me, Bridget is also like the Celtic Isis. She, to me, is the Earth Mother who gave her energy to this land to give it more life force. 
And, you know, they call her Danu. And to me, Bridget is an earth mother and a goddess. And she's also one of the Tuaha Dedanin. And many forms, many forms she takes in, you know, individual human form when someone embodies her energy, like Jesus embodied the Christ, or, you know, she is the earth, or she is the archetypal light being in her probably original form. That's no original would be kind of source, then coming into an archetype and then, you know, giving her energy to the earth, to Ireland, and then moving between those states and all of those states, really, because we're multidimensional. And I don't know, you know, the, the lineage and the timeline of her. I'm, I'm just telling you how I experience her because I will experience the love of the earth. And then she moves into this archetypal form in which I can commune. And then she moves back into the earth and I know she's deeper. So Bridget arrived and I always know when a communion wants to take place, I feel a touch somewhere on my energy body and my whole body receives this wave of what feels like chills. And it's just very high frequency entering my field and it happens in a wave. And if I begin to sing or if I begin to do my instruments, I look for the frequency at which this being is existing. And if I find that pitch, if I find that that frequency of communion, I begin to see the entire story that's being told and I hear it as well. And we receive this beautiful story at the well on Samhain of it, and it was the goddess's story. And she showed me that she was abundant and rich and had all that she needed. And she started to have her daughters taken away from her. She started to have her power taken away from her. And at first she was in such sorrow and she wept and she just so much sorrow. And then there was this moment where she decided to fight and she picked up the sword and she pulled on this power and this power rose through her and she was almighty with this sword. But then she realized that she needed more strength, more power that was primordial. So she went down into the underworld and she united with the darkness and she accessed this primal power. And when she rose again with this light energy of the strength and the, the, the willingness to act and also had this primordial force, she turned into a star and without even needing to do anything, all of the daughters, all of the energy that she needed began to attract back to her and she accessed this new plane and it's where she's calling people home now. And it's really interesting because when people come on pilgrimage with me, you know, I know there's a hero's journey. And when I go, when people come on pilgrimage with me, I see them on the goddess's journey and I went on it myself. They are coming to this land full of sorrow, you know, full of the shadow body. And, you know, this earth plane is the shadow realm. You know, we have the darkness below, we have the light overhead, and in the middle we have shadow until you transform that into, to the new earth, to the gold, to the middle way. And so they arrive with pain and suffering, pain in the physical body, suffering in the emotional body, you know, confusion in the mental body. And the first moments are moving through this 
this pain and the suffering and, and this release and this sorrow. And then there's this pivotal moment where everyone reconnects with the earth and decides to fight, decides to be alive. And then the journey into the underworld, into gaining that primal energy begins. And the moment that life force is reconnected to in an embodied way, a major shift happens and everyone has communicated the same thing without my ever saying anything is, I feel at home. I feel at home again. I feel alive again. And then they rise into this new, you know, this new aliveness, this new this new plane of dimensional reality, this new earth that we're all weaving together. And it's very interesting because there are many disruptors and blockers to connecting with the goddess frequency. And one of those is a fear of darkness. We have been conditioned to fear darkness, that it is the devil, that it is evil, that it is hell. But really, being in suffering and holding on to your shadow body, you're in purgatory and hell. You know, d darkness is not hell. Darkness is primal life force. It is source. It is the goddess. It is, it is so incredible, tantalizing, sensual. To get to the darkness requires death. And so if you fear death, it's really hard to get there because the moment that we go into ceremony and we begin really letting go, the first thing that happens is the sacrifice of this shadow body. It is a death of a part of yourself. You have to let go of your attachments. You have to let go of your addiction. You have to let go of your pain and suffering that have been your companion for gosh knows how long. You have to let go of everything that you thought you knew about yourself. You have to let go of who you think you are and sacrifice that selflessly and humbly to a greater power than yourself, to the unknown. And the beings that help with this are, are the spiders, you know, they're the Dakinis, they're Morrigan, they're the black crows, they're the dark energy. And if you fear this energy, it's very hard to release because this is the energy that can help you really shift. Now, I'm not saying to go into that energy without a guide, but if you can go and embrace this energy, if you cannot be afraid, it is full of so much love and power. And when you are, when you release, when you surrender, when you let yourself die, you, I just, we went into um, one Karen and I was watching us all just die and shed and be ripped apart and our paradigm ripped apart and reality ripped apart. And everything was shredded and taken away by the spiders and the black crows. And just the shadow was people's bodies were being lifted out of them, these shadows' bodies. And the moment that it was clear when we were in the midst of this chaos and this darkness, just taking hold and coming in and inviting this embrace, when the embrace was really honored, peace was restored. And after this peace, this flame began to rise, this blue flame rising from the earth, and everyone was rocking and rolling in their bodies and moaning, connecting with their voice as their womb, as their sacral center was opening, and this life force was pumping into them, and everyone came out of there, you know, alive and feeling their sensuality and 
laughing, you know, reconnecting with their laughter, reconnecting with their moan, reconnecting with that life force. When I first woke up, I kept seeing this path and the path went from the sacral, so right below your belly button, up to the third eye and then down to the heart. And that didn't make any sense to me because it would go in a straight line, heart, you know, sacral, lower root area to heart to third eye. But the goddess path is reactivating this root and the sacral. And, you know, this is, I work mostly, women come to me the most. Now, this is for all genders, transgender and men. This is not just about women. This is the goddess. This is a consciousness. This is an energy that exists beyond the human physical form. So whatever you identify as or whatever you're embodied as, this is for you as well. I'm just talking from experience of what I have been experiencing as I'm embodied as a woman and the clients that have arrived to work with me. And I'm open to all clients. I just want to say that. So as this energy, this life force is rising into the body, I was watching as it went from this womb area, the sacral, this root area, up to the third eye, awakening everyone to a new paradigm, a new grid of light, and then dropping down to the heart because the heart is the beacon and the heart is where that energy rests between the balance of above and below. And another day we crawled down into a cave, Owenagats, and this is the cave uh, to the other world. And it's a portal down there. I have been down there um, a number of times and different energies come out of that portal. And this time we went down there and turned off all the light, sat in the darkness, and the force that came out of that portal was the full power of the Divine Mother, the Goddess, the full power. It was, I've had an underworld initiation before and where I felt like I blew up into a million pieces in the darkness and was put back together. And this was that again. It was like my entire energy body just blew and I shattered into a million pieces and was put back together. And the message was, it's a new life force to breathe. It's a new level of sensuality, of, of energy that you require to exist in the ecstasy of aliveness and a new paradigm. And you just feel warm. You just feel this flame rising through you. And it was really shocking to me because when the goddess arrived, the first thing I felt was, my, was what it feels like with how I love my birth mother. And I was like, what is my mother doing here? You know, why does it feel like my mom? And then when I put my sort of prejudices aside to my birth mother, because that she's not someone that I have felt shown up for me, you know, in my life. She has to her extent, but I, it's not how I experience divine love. There's been a disconnect there between us. And, you know, her and I have come into a, a better relationship now as I've healed myself and as I've accepted myself and as I've reconnected with the Divine Mother and dropped all prejudices and judgments and just come in complete acceptance. We, it's just sort of healed something, even though, you know, 
it, it's not who I would expect to show up in a cave of wonders. And when I realized that it wasn't my birth mother, so because I was able to accept, if I had rejected that feeling that I feel for my birth mother, which is love, if I had rejected that because it felt like my birth mother, I would have missed the goddess. But because in my personal healing journey, I'd come into acceptance of my mother. I mean, this is someone who I've tried so hard to be in a relationship with, but I could move down the street from her and she would never come visit me. I've done it. You know, it's like, but coming into acceptance of that, full acceptance, shifts the energy and allows you to just exist in this place of non-attachment and just the love that you have for her, the love that you have for the other, and just let them be them. And because of that acceptance that I had honored in my own personal healing journey, when I was down in that cave about to meet the Divine Mother, when the feeling of how I feel in love for my birth mother arose as the portal, because the mother is the gateway, you know, that's our first introduction, the mother. And when I was a, when I accepted that and allowed it to just be in the space, it opened this other avenue and it blew beyond that to this force and primordial power that was so beyond the birth mother. It was the divine mother. Like I said, I felt like even touching it with my awareness blew me into a million pieces and I just became the complete primordial darkness. And it was such a force and then was put back together. And I, there's, oh, wow, the power, the, the, the vitality, the strength, the love. It is beyond recognition. And that is why it's the unknown because you can't go in there with any knowingness. You can't approach the divine. You can't approach who you are to become with any rational framework or barriers. It has to be blown up to blow you past what you can actually access in your expansion. And the divine mother came in the full power of darkness. She, there was no form. It was just so expansive. And when I crawled out of that cave, when we crawled out of that cave, we were just humming with this energy. And the next morning when I woke up, I woke up with a smile on my face and I felt like flames were just rising through my body, just these beautiful ecstatic flames. And everyone who's with me is like, I just feel so sexual and I just feel so sensual and I just feel so alive and this food tastes so good and this beautiful scenery. It's like ecstasy. And it's interesting because sometimes you have to walk into extraordinary places where this energy is still alive to remember it because that's all it is, is a memory. And another song that was sung through, through me as we were journeying um, during this pilgrimage was this song about remembering the earth, remembering that your body is the earth, remembering that the fire is below. It isn't hell. It isn't hell. It is the full power of the goddess of life force. It is the full power of spirit that wants to rise through your whole body. The counter 
expansion, the counter, the counter movement to consciousness expansion wants you to think the flames below are hell and they're going to consume you and you're going to go there for punishment to cut you off from your power. The flames below are to be open to and embraced by your full body. They are your power. And when those flames rise through you and you embrace the full power of darkness, you awaken your life force. And then you have the momentum, the energetic vitality to raise your vibration to access the light force. And then you return to your body as a force of nature yourself, fully embodied. And the message was, remember the earth, embrace the flames, allow the flames to rise through you. The whole earth is your mother, and it is your grandmother, and it is also a maiden. It is the triple goddess. The clouds, they sing to you. The trees, they hug you. The water, it kisses you. The earth, it nurtures you. It feeds you. Remember the earth. Remember nature. And I've watched women, you know, arrive in Ireland and at first, you know, be mud gets on them and they're kind of finicky. And by the end, they're bathing in the mud all over their face, all over their body, all over their hands. They're like, oh God, I forget mud isn't just in spas. It's really from the earth. And at first might be a little finicky about getting wet from the rain. And afterwards they're dancing in it and, you know, walking by a tree like, oh, that's a tree. And by the end, they're hugging that tree. And it's this remembering of the earth, remembering of the natural world, remembering of our communion with it, remembering that we are made of the element. Our body is literally made of the earth. A spirit comes into the womb of the mother. She eats food from the earth and that food builds the body and that body houses the spirit and the soul and that births into creation and we live on this earth plane because we resonate our body is made of the earth we're able to be here and the message was bring the spirit into the body bring the spirit into the body by remembering the earth by allowing it to touch all the way down through your feet connecting your feet to the earth so the spirit can come down into the body the main disruption i see to soul embodiment is eating disorders that is the main place that I find women especially can't become embodied when they are starving themselves or have a finicky relationship with food. It blocks love. It blocks the nourishment. It blocks the connection to the body because you're harming the body. You are telling the body that you are ugly. You are telling the body that you don't deserve to be fed. You are telling the body that you deserve to suffer. And this is conditioning. I normally find eating disorders stem from a need to control based on pain, based on a lack of love from either a father or a mother. And it is the manifestation of feeling out of control or feeling such intense pain that they then manifest that pain into the body by self-harming in this way. And this reconnection with the earth and this surrendering and this loss of control as you realize that there is a power greater than you out there full of beauty is the way to counterbalance that and reclaim that love and reclaim that connection to your body. Because to reclaim that connection to your body is to reclaim the connection to your divinity, to your soul, to your power, to your sensuality. If you, if your body is in pain and suffering, it's hard to feel sensual. 
And that sensuality is life force because higher frequencies feel sensual, which is why, again, the counter movement to consciousness expansion was trying to cut you off from your sexuality and make you feel like it was a sin because all higher frequencies feel sensual. And so if you are embodying your sensuality, you are embodying higher frequencies. That doesn't mean going and having tons of promiscuous sensual partners unless that's your thing. You know, you want to uh, live in a way where you are at your highest vibration, which tends to mean less drama, which tends to mean, you know, doing what is highest and best for your soul. And you'll find that as you begin to access your innate sensuality and holding that for yourself and keeping that for yourself first, that energy will begin to attract who is best for you in all relationship dynamics. Being um, sexually abused when I was younger, you know, this energy I was trying to hide from myself and from others. I was terrified that if people felt this from me, they would harm me like I was when I was four. And this has been such a reclamation for me of of learning how to be embodied in my full sensuality while also being embodied in the full safety of my energy field. And I realize that when I allow myself to feel the full power of my life force, that is the highest vibrational boundary that I can emanate. And there's no greater protection than a high vibration. So regaining that relationship with the goddess, regaining that relationship with earth, regaining that relationship with nature, regaining this ecstatic love for nurturing the body, that helped me to feel safe. That helped me to allow this life force to rise through me. That life force created this organic, natural boundary of protection and that I was okay being my complete authentic self in my highest integrity walking around the earth. Now, everything that you do and you put into your body and you put on your body and the people you invite into your field in your life, this is all your choice. You have free will and it all creates your future. It creates your present experience and it creates your f- future moving forward. So I've made a series of choices of how I feel that it is best for me to live my life. And you will make those choices for yourself. The way to become clear on what choices to make, I find you require energy. So until you have this alignment with earth, this grounding with earth, and this deep reconnection with the goddess and with spirit, which elevates you into a connection with God, and by God I mean light, and you know, this is very a triggering word for a lot of people due to the counter movement of consciousness expansion, just making God some controlling force. But to me, I believe source is complete unity. And when source decided to birth all that is, which kind of, you know, sounds a bit feminine to me, but when source decided to birth all that is, all that is is all the light qualities in our creation. And this is my belief. So God is light, all the light. Everything in creation is God. And everything in non-creation is goddess. All the primal energy, all the source vibration, everything, the, the energy. So God is the manifestation of that energy. And then goddess to me is energy. So 
I don't I don't know that you know that it doesn't really make sense because then I say source is God and goddess together in unity but does anything make sense I'm just I just do my best to understand like how how it feels in my soul when I'm when I'm tuning into these energies and how to communicate it which is not easy and then there are tons of archetypal forms of creation and God. Um, you know, just like we have forms, all the gods and goddesses in our creation, all the elements, all of the anything that humans have even created with their mind creates an archetypal thought form. And all the ancestors are archetypal energies and all the, I mean, everything, you know, everything that you can think of does exist because we create it with our mind and it also exists and that's how we know it. And it's just a never-ending creation. And so when we go into this space where we are aligning with below and we create this vertical alignment, connecting to the goddess and connecting to God above and becoming really heart-centered, I call that awakening. Because until then until you create this vertical alignment where you're able to receive more energy and when you have more energy you're able to become clearer in your mind then you're on this horizontal axis you are asleep you're lying down your your brain waves are really kind of aware of the horizontal plane and you're on a pendulum swing so you could be in the negative and then you can be in the very positive and the pendulum swings from left to right, left to right. And it's when you come into the centered place and you awaken from a horizontal pendulum swinging reaction from the two extremes into a centered, coherent, vertical alignment between above and below, then you really awaken to your clarity, to your integral authenticity and to your power, because your power arises from below. It fills you from below and rises like a flame. And when the blue flame is rising from the primal life force at its highest vibration, then the white flame, the highest vibration of, of, of the Christ consciousness of the sun, the Christ consciousness is consciousness of the sun. It is the, the purest light force. It is white. It is all the color qualities together. That white flame can descend through you and enlighten you and illuminate you. So getting off the pendulum swing from left to right and from that horizontal consciousness alignment, coming into a centered, sacred union of yourself and, and honoring that vertical alignment by grounding your feet into the earth, which elevates you up into the central galactic sun, which elevates you into the God consciousness then you're in a vertical alignment, then you're awake. And then in that vertical alignment, in that, in that above and below centeredness, you can scale your vibration, you can scale your consciousness up and down all horizontal planes, which is where, to me, a lot of the spiritual realities exist. And you can have communion with so many different um, beautiful spaces. And to me, that's where the new earth plane exists. It's, it, it is another horizontal plane at a higher frequency than the plane that we're rooted on right now consciously. And that's why many people are actually awakened to the new earth right now. They're living it. Uh, they're in that horizontal awareness, uh, even though they're grounded on this earth because they're staying to be a lighthouse, 
because the moment there's the tipping point when enough people have awakened to it, there'll be a collective movement onto that plane of all those who've decided to go. So this goddess work, this reconnection with the goddess, this goddess energy uh, is a calling. It is a journey. And if it feels right to you, you know, she is calling people back to be priestesses of the earth. Because when you collect these energies inside yourself, when you awaken your physical vessel, when you awaken your spirit in the body, when you attune yourself to the power of this earth and then the power of yourself, you become a priestess. You become a beacon of this life force energy able to awaken others because you're emanating this force and that force touches others and then they can choose if they want to awaken as well. So I am sending you so much love from this place and I hope that you have an incredible uh, morning, day, or evening whenever you're listening to this. And I'm sending you endless blessings and some energy of the goddess.